0: Welcome, NBA and Top Shot fans, uh, with your host, Wolf. I got Josh and Hirsch here in the building. We're back from a hiatus better than ever. This is the NBA Top Shot experience. Holds up, three pointer! got a lot of things to cover today, a lot of changes, um, mainly from a big announcement from Roham uh, and uh, Twitter Spaces. Uh, We saw a nice uptick in the market cap for uh, overall uh, moments we're seeing within the marketplace and owners of moments for about 30 mil the day right after this announcement. There's a lot of stuff to unpack there, a lot of exciting stuff for folks in the space. Um, Boys, what is your... What are you most excited about with some of these uh, recent announcements from Roham and team? Uh,
1: I think the thing I am most excited for are the uh, elimination of historical moments in team sets. Uh, although I do have the S1 historical moment for the Boston Celtics, uh, I do not have the Kevin Garnett. And uh, looking forward to Not only regaining my full Celtics bars, but um, having a full Warriors and a full Suns team set. I think that's uh, my favorite way to collect. and uh, Looking forward to seeing my collector score double or triple.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that Knicks set holders can also rejoice not needing that Mello or Amari anymore.
2: Oh yeah, I think for me now, the S1 team set is back on the table. Because there was no way I was dishing out that much, at least not in the near future. But um, there's two things that I was particularly excited about. One is that, you know, for the rest of the common drops, that mint count will be 30K instead of 60K. I think this was a good sign of them really listening to the community, what the concerns were about the whole oversupply of moments. And I thought that was a pretty good solution, along with more trade, trade tickets, which now completely take the moments out of circulation and also the whole, um, crafting thing, which we might get into later. But the other thing that I was really excited about was the announcement of a potential convention coming down the line for Top Shot and just in general, the sentiment of having more of these in-person fandom type of interactions. They mentioned that, um, they had the the boots and the kiosks in Las Vegas, and it sounds like they're going to move forward and do more of those things in other venues eventually. Which I was like, really, that was one of the first things that got me really excited about what the potential of Top Shot was. So I'm glad that they haven't strayed away from it; they're doubling down and get, going to get that back in.
0: Yeah, I'm curious what that would look like because you cl- you definitely can't have a I mean, unless they get really active and pro- or proactive with their team, uh, pulling out a moment from the game that you're at that you're able to instantly get, or if it's more of a you tag it, uh, or like you scan a QR code to say that, to show that you were at the game, and then they'll eventually release a moment from that game and you're able to gain possession of it. I think that's like a very... Uh, I'm curious how the, how they're going to try to incorporate that or if it's yeah, just i think, I think
1: that i think that is is much further down the line whereas mm-hmm. just because there's so much um, back and forth with the NBA pa and what can be minted as a moment what parts of moments can be included i know like um the cade dunk in the flash challenge last night had to be cut short because there was an offensive foul, and the KG DAP and Jalen Brown's throwdown dunk was not included. I imagine that um, the first step would just be buying you know, base packs mm. that are already, you know, include uh, minted moments, and maybe there's a, a guaranteed moment from the home team that's already been minted. I think, I think incorporating moments from the game itself is. Years and years down the line, if yeah. if ever.
2: Just having the you know like the in arena experience, like having the kiosk maybe some merch there, or like you know um, like a a point where Top Shot fans can get together, maybe like a Top Shot section in arenas. Those are things that really excite me that make me feel like bullish on the future of Top Shot.
0: Yeah, I, I...
1: definitely. That's where you have the captive audience, and where where Top Shot can truly grow.
0: And yes. I, I'm almost picturing um, for folks who have been to the NBA store in Times Square. I remember as a kid just going in and just seeing like all this uh, historical merch and just feeling like excited about the sport and the, the history of the NBA and having some way to bring in new co- the, the kids into, <clears throat> into the, collect- the, the platform from a collection perspective um could be a really good way to like integrate them by having some sort of like immersive experience at the venue you get to see some of these like sick plays uh presented in front of you on some cool like 4k screens um could be like a nice way to introduce new members uh down the line obviously not kids are if you're under 18 you're not able to have moments yet um but perhaps there's something that they could incorporate there or at least when they do turn 18 it gets uh, excited and they're uh exposed to the platform from going to these games with their parents
3: yeah uh one of the the main
1: thing that i was excited about was the return of the guaranteed promo pack uh since the all-star break and even a couple weeks after we saw loot packs in various forms whether they were trade tickets or not um and they left a sour taste, and I know they left a the sour taste in my mouth and in a bunch of other collectors' mouths. But this recent throwdown pack, as well as the extra spice coming soon, um, is a nice throwback to the the original pack structure, and um, it was well received from 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 me and some of my collector friends.
0: Did not luck out and get a pack within this recent drop, but. Putting that to the side, and my emotions to the side, I still agree. I, I like the way that they did it, where it really emphasizes the collector score in that there is, there is more potential for getting a pack for those with priority one, Q1 one or two, and then the fewest number of packs are being released to the general queue. I thought that was a very interesting approach, and really, uh, really allows them to go with this uh, continue to go with this veteran and rookie model, of folks that are putting in a ton have an opportunity to continue growing. Those that are emerging into, into the space are still able to get reap some benefits. And then it's the newcomers that will have to start working within the marketplace to get that CS score in a place where they could get priority in some of these pack drops. I am a huge fan of it.
1: Definitely. I think, um, I mean, I'm hopefully I can buy loot packs with trade tickets in the future. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. I, I just didn't have really have any interest in the moments that were in the, the trade ticket packs before. Uh, but hopefully, you know, come playoff time or sometime soon, uh, I do have that ability to use some of my moments that I'm not too fond of, trade them in for trade tickets, and um, utilize some of
3: uh, my collection in various ways. How do you guys feel up the new challenge format? As in the wheel or
1: the uh, oh, different, oh, different levels yeah. with like multiple, multi, not limited to 10, 10 moments or 10 players?
2: Yeah. So I guess here's, here's the breakdown. It seems like there are three types of challenges going on weekly. Looks like there's um, the wheel once a week and then one regular and then we have the weekend ones which have a ton of moments. And things are kind of broken down to levels like Rookie, Vet, Cheat Code, and Hero Ball. Where the Rookie Challenges usually get you an S2 reward pack. And now um, all the fandom moments are at the level of at least Vet. Which is kind of um, barred any more high mint count MSFE, MSFE rewards.
3: How do you guys feel about that?
1: you will
0: yeah I mean i th- I think it's it's nice to have a consistent format um to be honest like with the challenges I've been getting a little bit of um what's the word fatigue uh, oh yeah yeah challenge fatigue overwhelmed um it's a lot to follow I really have enjoyed the way that they are at least on the site incorporating the players that are needed in the challenge as it. Progresses, I think they could still get better at that because it is sometimes tough to follow and a lot to read. Um, for it to for for it to be fun, I think it needs to just to be very like straightforward and easy to follow and a better UI uh, and uh, user experience. But um, over, I think it's I think it's definitely in the right direction.
1: I'm with you, Wolf. I think uh, uh, I'm definitely overwhelmed uh it's it's pretty complex and at times hard to follow and it doesn't doesn't really um I'm never I never find myself following the games any closer than I would be um really just as a Celtics fan. Um and it's it's more just of a like a I, I peruse the active challenges on a daily basis and see if I can complete them immediately and if I can't It's sort of uh, what am I selling into? So, Mm -hmm. on one hand, it's I'm glad that there's extra challenges because that allows me more opportunities to sell moments I do have. Um, But at the same time, uh, some 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 consistency or, um,
3: like strip it down a little bit so we're just dealing with like
1: easy easy stats.
0: And I think for for them being a, a. Multi, uh, they're, I think they're valued at multi billion dollars at this point, right? Um Or at least over a billion. Yeah, definitely. They they should be investing in enough developers. And I know the app's going to come. We're still in beta, but if they really want to make challenges the game, to bring people back in Top Shot, they could be incorporating ESPN's API of of the score data and or like just like things to keep people on the platform to be informed on the challenges that are ongoing. If it's tonight's games and it's the most three pointers, rather than having it just bubbling up in discord, having an actual section of the app or on the site would really make it more of a seamless experience. I feel like I'm clicking around in too many locations to be following all this noise. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think to Josh's point, I'm still watching the games as I would before and then it's the aftermath of like, okay, now this is all done. who who is who's on the list for today or this weekend or this week? Um, whereas if it is intertwined with the site, um, I think I think it would keep me on top shot more often than not uh, to get me all I, all the information I need and then I'm right there in the marketplace to pull the trigger on in a moment.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. the The switching back and forth between not just Discord and Topshop, but different tabs within Discord to try to remember like, what was the actual challenge, or what, what's the challenge updates. It's it's a little bit much, you know. Um, for example, the this past weekend's channel or challenge, I had no idea that you additionally needed all these moments from different sets of like game recognizes game and hustle and show. I had no idea because I was just following. The actor challenge updates in the Discord, which kind of just keeping score, keeping track of whoever was like um, in those categories of um, like matching Jaws numbers or whatever it was. So, having that UI being either on Top Shot's website itself, or if they got to do it for Discord for now, at least be one tab on Discord that's like being consistently updated will be so much better. But um, I will say overall with the challenges, I'm a little bummed that it's much harder to get the MSFes. I mean, it was getting a little bit too easy because everyone adapted their collecting strategy to kind of get these moments. But Yeah, and um,
1: all the Rising Stars moments kind of killed all the bottlenecks.
2: Yes, that that's another good point, which I think is why the wheel is going to have a little bit more success, at least in, you know... Um, Kind of pumping some moments every now and then because it could be from any specific moment, um, like set or any specific. It could do play types, they could do series, they could do sets. So I do like the wheel in general. I think it keeps things interesting.
1: Agree.
3: It I it's a good look.
2: Sorry, what was that?
1: I agree. I do like the wheel. I think, I mean, it, it creates varying levels of. Um, engagement, so you can be like the most engaged and watch the live stream of them choosing the wheel, and and really have this like twenty four seven hobby that it is could be top shot, but at the same time, uh, you can check it weekly or or once a day and see if you have any moments to sell into or challenges to complete. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, uh, um, I'm. For the most part, um, happy with it, uh, like with the change, but clearly from the discussion, there's there's still a lot more that we need from the challenge aspect of Top Shot. Um, it's very far from perfect, but they're they're making steps in the right direction, it seems. Um, and in terms of, I think you brought up a good point with the rising stars set. Wasn't there some discussion? About rookies in the future, and how they'll have their their like top their rookie debut, and then they'll be cutting it off from there for base set moments. Am I mis- missing yep. something? That's- Any
1: rookie who had a rising star moment uh, will no will not have another common moment. Uh, so that leaves about twenty five to thirty four badge rookies who can get an additional thirty k
3: common. Um,
1: makes sense. I yeah. think there's also the inbound uh, legendary rookie revelation set, which will be exciting. Uh, I mean, rookies are sort of the that's where people can kind of, I guess, gamble sort of to say I, I really like this player, and I think their future is bright, and I want their rookie moment the year it's minted. Um, and not, not something that I would be terribly interested in holding long-term. The Celtics don't really have a rookie, but um, I'm sure there are plenty of collectors who would love Evan Mobley, legendary, or Franz Wagner, legendary, or
0: even uh, Jericho Sims,
1: uh, uh, <laughs> Deuce McBride, or Jericho Sims. <laughs> yes. Or, Yes, Um,
0: the pride and joy of the Knicks.
1: Or or, or Grimes.
0: Yeah, and um, I guess just wanted to shift gears real quick as well for um, just, like, the slew of updates that we were hearing. Um, Something I'm very excited about is the ability to integrate or to move your collection outside of Top Shot, and dapper your dapper wallet itself um i've seen in other nft projects a lot of pumps with announcements like this where they're now integrating their plat their their tokens within other exchange platforms i think this is a huge growth opportunity for Topshot, and kind of a way for them to just let this thing grow with their not their hand off the wheel but just let it grow organically from other other top contributors to the community like moment ranks or evaluate market live token um i'm really excited to see where a lot of this stuff goes and um potentially even allowing you to showcase your top moments outside of just the top shop platform you could actually have it in like your MetaMask wallet
1: maybe really even uh it. into into a big brain perhaps Perhaps um, it, it does sound exciting. Uh, I don't that, that, that doesn't entirely exist yet, so although it, it is cool in theory, I you know the marketplace already exists, and I'm, I'm able to watch it on the platform itself. so now that we can move moments outside the platform, I'm excited to see what the community builds. Agreed.: But looking ahead. Uh, in well, first we can take a step back and take a look at the roadmap provided at the beginning of Series Three, and there's a handful of sets still to come in Series Three. Just not even looking at the playoffs. And
2: Allegedly
1: later this week we'll see the extra spice set. Uh, we still are waiting for Hustle and Show Part Two, as well as the Game Recognized Game Part Two, which will be. Um, voiced or commentated by clay thompson which is exciting uh the remainder of the mgle and hollow icons the previously discussed rookie revelations which would be a legendary set a common set focused on foreign players which sounds uh, interesting i guess uh (laughs) and a rare and a rare set featuring one play per team where it's sort of like a celtics team moment and uh Curious if there's anything in here that you're looking forward to more than the other or anything that you think uh,
3: you were looking to avoid, don't care about. What do you guys think?
0: I'm, of course, looking selfishly most forward to the Hustle and Show Part 2. I definitely want to... My goal is to continue with that set and to complete it, Um. I'd say what I'm least excited about is it's probably a tie between that foreign players foreign players set and the MGLE drop. Um, I just kind of... I mean, MGLE I think is cool. It's like a staple, but it's kind of like, eh. Um, and then I'm, I'm probably most interested to see the, uh, uh, the teamwork set and what that actually would be and what that would look like.
2: Agree.
1: What about you, Hirsch?
2: Um I'm a little I'm I'm definitely interested in Hustling Show, but I'm a little anxious on whether I can finish part one before part two comes out. Um GRG, not so much. What I am looking forward to is if there's potentially an RJ moment in the common set focus on foreign players. Because he is the maple mamba after all and Canada should count. In my oh, opinion.
0: it are definitely counts. He's international. He's on um, in the world he played for the world team in Rising Stars.
2: Yeah, so that'd be cool. I mean I'm at this point of the season, I'm kind of just looking for more Knicks moments. I don't think uh, I'm in any position to like complete a whole new full set. Though I will say this extra spice set coming out, I do like the, um, the plays. And the editing that went into the promotion of it, I thought they did a pretty good job of market hyping this one up. And Agreed. I think if I can qualify for uh, some packs, I'll, I'll get some packs of Extra Spice. The Extra
1: Spice set is is very interesting. I, was, uh, uh, I sent out this list yesterday morning to you guys and some of my Celtics buddies. I'm like, how are they going to fit all these sets in the next two weeks? And I think some of them are going to leak into the playoffs but mm-hmm. uh going through that list of sets I was, you know, intrigued with it but I wasn't sure it would be something I would chase or even queue up for but now seeing that it will be the rarest common set to date with each moment having a mid count to 6.5k and the challenge rewards being Ja and LeBron certainly make yeah. these packs worth buying because Uh, collectors at large will be trying to queue up for those challenge rewards to pull something good. Uh, And the moments are cool, like Mm -hmm. handles and dunks. Those are kind of like my two favorite moment types. Um, Stacked a bunch of the Tatum handles, Metallic Silvers, and uh, recently we saw the Throwdown set and I'm looking forward to the Jalen Brown poster shopping in price a little bit more to, uh, add it to the collection. Um, personally, I've been, uh, eyeing the fluctuation of price for the first half of the game recognized game set. And it's a little bit up from when I bought it and I've been tempted to sell it, sell out of it. Um, but I keep, I look at the moments and, and the moments are just so good. Uh, despite Katie's lackluster enthusiasm. Um, The the Devin Booker 360 scoop, the Steph Curry wide cross, um, the Anthony Edwards dunk like they're all memorable moments, and they're they're some of the best moments of the NBA. I think I think they kind of replaced the Seeing Star set, which I was a fan of, and I'm slowly making my way collecting through. So I think the GRG, and uh, looking forward to the um, legendary. Celtics 18th banner NBA finals set. Um, who knows who the other team will be? Uh, maybe the Warriors, maybe it'll be the Suns. I'll get the collector score bonus for all of them. And um, hopefully I win their lottery to go to the NBA finals to watch the Celtics lift their banner. I mean, they've been absolutely on fire.
0: Get the tattoo, the you cowards.
1: Best team in basketball <laughs> since, uh, well, really, I have, to, I have RJ Barrett to thank. RJ Barrett hit that buzzer beater on January 6th. The Celtics were 18 and 21 and an 11th place in the East. And since then, the Celtics have gone on a 28 to 9 run. Um, Tatum's, what? Uh, I think he's averaging like 33 since then. And mm. I, I don't think I've ever seen a team go on such a run where uh, they just refuse to lose. I think their average margin of victory was like 16 points. Um, time, time lords knee. Um, I have two good menisci so let me know. I'm happy to donate a meniscus uh, if he needs both. That's fine. Um, I don't really have any athletic plans this summer. Me and Wolf do have a softball team, but uh, you don't need a meniscus for softball. And uh, we'll see where, where everything shakes out.
0: Well, who, who's the Who's the kid in backyard baseball who is on the wheelchair?
1: Was um, so it Kenny?
0: Kenny, yeah, Kenny Calagucci.: you, you know, you, Yeah, Kenny you can, Galaguchi. You can still knock it out of the park in a wheelchair, man.
1: Exactly. Uh, but back to Top Shot, I think um, in the announcements, we heard how the historical moments will be removed from team set completion where it will only be active players and subsequent rare And non common moments will receive the according collect a score boost to reflect. So, Um, so I interpret that as, like, you know, come the playoff time when S2 playoff moments are needed for challenges, I will be getting out of my Celtics stacks, yeah, um, and moving all into my, my Jason Tatum fandom stack. I think, I mean, not only is it a great moment, but it's uh it's like a 10th or less than a 10th of the price of a MGLE for more than a 10th of the collector score. And I think if it gets that corresponding boost, we'll see a lot of people moving to stack the fandoms as opposed to the random cheapest playoff moment from S2. Um, That's my theory. Um, We'll see.
0: Yeah, I think I think mm. you really like hit the nail on the head on what I wanted to not gloss over with the future sets is really the playoff set as a whole, I think is the most slept on set that they just did not do a great job with last year. I there's nothing better than playoff NBA basketball in the season. Like the like you, you get that's where you get the, the casuals and folks that don't follow to really get into the sport. And I think there's a lot of Potential for them to do it right with this playoff set by having fewer mints, um, fewer releases, and uh, maybe having some cool playoff uh, playoff sets for teams that are going further in the in the run. Um, so I'm I'm also excited to see what's to come there, um, and probably going to be eyeing a couple of playoff packs, uh, maybe to add on to my Nugget set for for maybe build out an S3 set there.
1: Yeah, I had, a, I had a friend ask me today what the best non-Celtics moment was, and perused the marketplace at a bunch of different price points, and it was with a non-top-shot debut clause, so no Ja debut, no RJ debut, no LeBron debut. And I think a lot of people would say the LeBron-Kobe dunk, but I think that's overrated, like that's lebron Lebron's signature moment is not just a regular dunk that you know he does a bunch it's the the block against the warriors um uh, but the most iconic moment if I could add any moment to my collection would definitely be the the drew holiday steal to Yub to Giannis. Mm. Oh, thats great the, the The edit on that. It's perfect. I think there's only seven for sale um. It's Such the the Giannis block, uh, and then at an attainable price point, the the Shack vintage vibes I think is is quite possibly the most upped on moment on the platform. It's rarer than his run it back top shot debut, minted Tony totally like eight eighty one or something like that, which is rarer than the nine ninety for the run it back set, and it's a dunk, like way better than the
3: the layup. At the ba- debut. Mm. The layup is pretty sweet.
1: And the Wade, Wade. like throws the ball around him. It's a, it's a sweet moment. And it's it's three hundred bucks. Like, mm. like four, the debut is like four times as expensive and, and less rare. Yeah, it's about
0: so the badge. If you, if you want to stack the now is the time.
2: I'm glad you guys are so bullish on the playoff moments because my strategy for the last few weeks, whenever I'm able to flip a moment off the challenge or, you know, sell dupes, I've been slowly collecting a bunch of playoff moments from Series 2 of all, like, high-level players who I think are pretty much a lock to at least be in the playoffs this year, like Devin Booker and Bam Chris Paul, hope he gets healthy soon. um Macau Bridges, Marcus Smart, you know, just slowly adding that collection because I have a feeling that they're going to continue these challenges into the playoffs, and of course the the pool of players that are in the playoffs are only going to decrease as you go up, so I kind of want to make sure I have moments of those guys It's
0: definitely a good call absolutely
1: one question I do have for you is the uh The much hyped up, everyone's talking about it. I'm on the subway. People are saying, oh, have you heard the news? There's there's rumblings about versus Tibbs' mad mastermind theory. You have me on the edge of my seat.
2: Okay. So the question everyone's asking is why is Tibbs, especially at this point in the season, rolling so hard with the vets? Why are we seeing – Crunch time, Alec Burks. Why are we still seeing half his mind, Julius Randall? And why are we still seeing Taj? And the asking, why,
1: why so much time for the vets when we know what they are? We know what they give us. Right. Our, the accusation well, are you asking? Is, well, are you asking?
0: I, I've, been, I, I've been thinking about it. Um I am nervous about asking because of how positive Hirsch has been about the Knicks of late. And I'm curious <laughs> if this is gonna take a positive spin and make me frustrated because they should be much better than they are, or if it's gonna be a negative take and um make me just once again hate where the Knicks are at right now.
2: Well, the accusation is that Tibbs hates his young players and does not want to play them and he wants to win no matter what. And the best way he feels like that's possible is through the vets. But what I think is, he's playing the long game with the development of his young guys, and he secretly loves them. But he, he's taking an extreme tough love approach of basically screwing them over and making them as hungry as possible. With the side effect of them turning on each other. Turning on the vets like Julius Randle because I don't know if you noticed, Wolf, over the last few games, Julius Randle is not vibing with the rest of the team. He's not picking up guys off the floor. He's not happy when the rest of the team is popping off. He definitely doesn't like it when the crowd is chanting for Obi and cheering when he gets checked out and Obi gets checked in. I think that was Tibbs' plan all along, knowing. Julius Randle is struggling and knowing that his young guys expect to get in because the other guys are struggling and the team is struggling and instead saying like, nope, even that's not good enough for you guys to get in. You guys have to go extra hard in practice and you have to be perfect on the floor. Otherwise I'm pulling you out. And I think we're going to see long returns on the development of guys like quickly and, deuce and sims and we've already seen it in the last few games yeah. these guys are playing so much better than they were in their sporadic minutes earlier in the season and everyone's argument was like well they can't get better unless they get more minutes and Tibbs has turned that around and saying nope i gave them less minutes and they still got better that's that's mad mad tibs mad mastermind theory less is it's, more
0: it's a very interesting theory but the only thing that makes it impossible is that nobody loves regular season wins more than Tom Thibodeau, and <laughs> he is taking wins away with this logic. Because I think he wants playing... to get fired. You think? He... No, this man is not married. He is married to the game. He does not. I know. Want and he wants. Fired.
1: He wants a new. And he wants a new job. He does not want to be the coach of the Knicks anymore. Why would
2: he not want to be the coach of the Knicks? No. He loves the Knicks.
3: I, he, he just, just, just doesn't, doesn't like the
2: roster. Or... He just took a picture of Fat Joe in Miami. He's chilling. He loves the and, Knicks. He's with
0: his, and his boy Worldwide West is is uh he's working for it. Like, I, I, I think he's happy with the Knicks.
2: Yeah. I think he knows that this team didn't have Ross, especially from the point guard point of view, to really, really compete that he wants to, but he probably gave him the the pressure from the front office to compete. So he's like, "Fine, you want me to win? I'm winning. Here's here's how I'm gonna play the vets. These are the vets you guys gave me, and let's see where it happens." Okay, I'm four game winning streak, longest winning streak of the season. We're still mathematically in it, Wolf. I'm not giving up. <laughs> I'm not giving up. It Hoping needs for to some hot losses.
0: It needs to stop. This has been. It, if they they should have turned this around a long time ago and they would have been in a much better position if they actually played their players to their position. But I do I do like some of the things you're saying. I do think my biggest my biggest knee-jerk reaction to anything I read on Nick's Twitter is that none of these people know what's going on behind the scenes, not even the reporters. Like mm-hmm. you you're not at practice, you're not in the locker room. You don't know what these conversations are looking like behind the scenes. And I do believe that Tibbs is a, and the Cole coaching staff, Johnny Bryant, like all of them, they love these kids, and they're really good. It's a really great developmental staff. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I just think that he's kind of shot himself in the foot with this whole Burks motion, and he lost his D Rose, uh, who was just his, I guess, the backbone. Um, of his group. But I think it does also match up with the... he prob- They probably would have this sort of conversation of like, Derek, you're just getting back. It's a little too late. Like, just sit it out for the rest of the season kind of conversation.
2: Probably. I also think Tibbs secretly owns 100 Alec Burks debut moments. That's And it, yeah. he's uh, selling at the pumps. Gotta make his money. Yeah. So, um... Gosh, here's your platform to officially gloat about how great the Celtics are. The stage is yours.
3: Thank you, Hirsch. Um, my condolences. I believe about
1: six or seven months ago, we predicted that the Knicks would be the three seed with 50 plus wins. Be
0: careful uh, about this whole we. Thing. You,
1: you would have had. We would have had my whole collection
0: in your hands.
1: But
3: alas, uh, fortunately, Brad
1: Stevens, I think, is the brightest basketball mind of our generation. And getting rid of Josh Richardson and Dennis Schroeder and bringing in Derek White and Daniel Tice transformed the team in ways that I don't think anyone really could have imagined. Um, Not only do we have the right players now in the rotation, but Ime's rotations and and adjustments are incredible. And he's probably now, if not the favorite, maybe the second, second favorite for Coach of the Year, along with Marcus Smart being the favorite for Defensive Player of the Year. Grant Williams up there for Most Improved Player of the Year. And Jason Tatum, a favorite for MVP and all uh, first team, all NBA. Obviously, Time Lord's injury is unfortunate, but Daniel Tice, still a beast. Um, obviously, it would have been nice to have the one seed. Celtics are a four seed at this point in time, just a game out, tied second and third place with Milwaukee and Philly. Um, but there's not really anyone I'm I'm scared of.
3: Um, not even the Nets. Ideally,
1: uh, not even the Nets. Um, the Celtics just play. They play. There's no real holes on defense anymore. They used to be able to attack. Whether it was Isaiah Thomas, um, Schroeder, Gordon Hayward, there there were holes in the defense that just aren't there yeah. anymore, and. Um, you look at the game last night, like the, this, the main Red Claws, the Celtics G League team, played the Raptors, a uh, playoff team, into overtime and needed Siakam to score 40 points. And uh, Just like, you know, the selflessness of Tatum, you know, passing up open shots and, and really getting away from that iso ball has been, been really great to watch. And it's really only the beginning. Uh, we got Bat Batman Williams shooting fifty forty ninety, which is like insane, playing great defense, and I'm excited for the playoffs. This is um
3: uh, so I'm not scaring anybody. Mm,
2: I don't know how I feel about the Batman nickname. <laughs> um, Gotham is New York slash Chicago, this is, not this Boston. Is true.
0: Slash Chicago, hey it is New York. Yeah, it's not Chicago. But it's
2: um, it's, a, it's good. I'm, it's, it's it's a miss. Miss.
1: I'm I'm glad they turned it around. It was, it was a depressing December and and November as a Celtics fan. I kind of checked out a little bit, but we're back. Never left. Never had. Never wanted to trade Marcus and. uh... We still have the best duo in basketball, and Jason Tatum and Jalen
3: Brown. Give me anybody. I take the
2: Celtics over the Nets.
3: The, the only team I'm scared about round, are right? the
1: Bucs.
2: The Bucks are the world team
0: that's. Well you play them in the first round? Correct. Uh, I
1: mean, uh, it doesn't maybe there's a, there's a lot of games left and, and a lot of teams kind of jockeying for the same spot. So I don't really.
2: Right. A lot of games not, left. There's a world where the Celtics play the Knicks in the first round. Well, yeah,
0: well I'm not, We're going to also just, I, I think to close the loop on this whole thing and just with the NBA, I'm most excited about this season in general, because what a deep league do we have on our hands? I don't think I, I don't remember a single season where I'm going in the playoffs and I'm like more lost on who's the favorite to win each conference and the whole thing. I'm, I'm really excited to see how this all shakes out.
1: Yeah, let's uh, catch us next week for some NBA league in review, maybe some all NBA teams and some playoff predictions. 100%. All
0: right can uh,
1: Peace.
0: peace.